So as we continue our discussion on compromise, I'm not sure which week it is, now maybe we are the sixth or seventh week, continuing to deal with this topic, compromise. Today we are going to talk about the spirit of compromise. The spirit of compromise. You know, there is a spirit out in the air that makes churches to compromise with the pattern of this world. So we believe, we know that there is a spirit behind everything, every evil found in human. We may call that sometimes as a spirit of pride. We may say it's a spirit of jealousy. We may say it's a spirit of lust or spirit of addiction. And we can just go on and on. Every evil that is found in human, it's not by, it, not, it doesn't come by itself. There is a spirit driving it in the life of individuals. So we are talking about churches compromising with the pattern of this world. Unlike ever before, we see a tremendous force acting upon the children of God to go along with the pattern of this world. You know, the world operates in flesh. The world operates in the pattern of the enemy. The world operates demonically. You know, the, the, but children of God are expected to live a life that is set by, the pattern is set by the Spirit of God or the Word of God. But enemy makes it a point to work upon the lives of individuals today and he tempts them to live a life that, that, that is as per the pattern that is set out there in this world. Now today if the churches fail to identify the spirit behind such compromises, you know, it is going to take us somewhere where we will find ourselves difficult, struggling to come out of it. So we are talking about the spirit of compromise. You know, many churches and many pastors and believers are under the influence of the spirit called the spirit of compromise. They don't know until someone goes and tells them that you are bound with such a spirit. You are bound with such a spirit and today I believe God is expecting the church of God, the children of God to go forth and tell them and show them where they are today. I really thank God for the word of God because word of God teaches about the spirit of compromise. And if you remember a few weeks before, as part of the introduction, we talked about a church in the book of Revelation by name, Church of Pergamum, compromised with the doctrine of Balaam and with the doctrine of Nicolaitans. And today we are going to talk about another church that compromised from the, book, from the same book of Revelation. So let's turn to the book of Revelation, chapter 2. Book of Revelation chapter 2, verses 18 to 23. Book of Revelation chapter 2, verse 18. And to the angel of the church of Thyatira write, These things says the Son of God, who has eyes like flame of fire, and his feet like fine brass. I know your works, love, service, faith, and your patience. And as for your works, the last are more than the first. 
verse 20 chapter 2 revelation nevertheless I have a few things against you because you allow that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols verse 21 I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality and she did not repent Indeed, I will cast her into a sick bed, and those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of their deeds. Verse 23, I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the minds and hearts, and I will give to each one of you according to your works. Verse 24, now to you I say and to the rest of Thyatira as many as do not have this doctrine who have not known the depths of Satan. As they say, I will put on you no other burden. But hold fast what you have till I come. And he who overcomes and keeps my words until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. So here we see the word of God clearly talking about the spirit of Jezebel. I want you to focus your attention, turn your attention to verse 20. It says, nevertheless, I have a few things against you. Because you allowed that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess. My version says, New King James Version says, because you allowed that woman, Jezebel. NIV says, you tolerate that woman, Jezebel. NLT says, you are permitting that woman, Jezebel. King James says, because thou sufferest that woman, Jezebel. You know, today in our churches, we don't see Jezebel, but we see the spirit of Jezebel functioning through men and women of God. You know, as the Lord writes to the church of Thyatira, he is telling us today, the churches have allowed, or tolerated, or permitted the spirit of Jezebel inside the church. Spirit of Jezebel coexists with the children of God inside the churches today. It is coexisting only because it is allowed inside. That means if we don't allow the spirit of Jezebel inside, it's not going to come. The spirit of Jezebel has come inside and it is allowed and it is residing, coexisting in the church. It's only because it is allowed there. Only because it is permitted there. Church has an authority to cast it out, but church is not doing it. Church is allowing it to coexist with the children of God. That's the reason that spirit of Jezebel or the spirit of compromise is seen in the churches today we are going to spend some time to understand who this Jezebel is there are two Jezebels word of God talks about one in the Old Testament and another Jezebel in the New Testament in the Old Testament if we can turn with me to 1st Kings chapter 16 we are going to dwell up in this chapter for a while let's go to 1st Kings chapter 16 Here we find Jezebel was the wife of the wicked king Ahab Jezebel was the wicked king wife of the wicked king Ahab first Kings chapter 16 
Let's read a couple of scripture there. Let's read from verse 29. Word of God says, 1 Kings chapter 16 verse 29. In the 38th year of Asa, king of Judah, Ahab the son of Omri became king over Israel. And Ahab the son of Omri reigned over Israel in Samaria 22 years. Now Ahab the son of Omri did evil in the sight of the Lord more than all who were before him. Verse 31 says, And it came to pass as though it had been a trivial thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat that he took as wife Jezebel the daughter of Edbal king of the Sidonians. And he went and served Baal and worshipped him. Word of God talks about Ahab. As he got married to Jezebel, he went and served Baal and worshipped him. Then he set up an altar for Baal in the temple of Baal, which he had built in Samaria. Verse 33 says, And Ahab made a wooden image. Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to gather to anger than all the kings of Israel who were before him. So word of God says in the 38th year, 38th year of King Asa, the king of Judah, Ahab the son of Omri became the king of Israel. So king of kingdom of Judah was reigned by King Asa and the kingdom of Israel was given to the hands of King Ahab. Word of God says Ahab did everything evil in the sight of the Lord. In fact, he was considered as, a most, as the most wicked king of Israel. And word of God says Ahab married Jezebel, the daughter of Edbal, the king of Sidonians. You know what he was? Edbal was, he was a priest of Astarte. He was a priest of a goddess named Astarte, which was the Phoenician equivalent of Roman Venus or Greek Aphrodite, goddess of love, beauty and sexuality. Under Astarte, sexual immorality was part of their worship. Their priest, the, the priest of Astarte was a prostitute and Ahab should not have married Jezebel. But he did. Ahab married Jezebel. You know, Jezebel, her name originally meant the Prince Baal exists. Her name means the Prince Baal exists. You know that Baal was a weather god. He was a god of worship in the Syro-Palestinian world. In Biblical Hebrew, Jezebel's name means there is no nobility. There is no honor or there is no nobility. So Jezebel is an evil woman in the word of God. And as Ahab married Jezebel, he went and served Baal and he started worshipping in the temple of Baal. And he also set up an altar in the temple of Baal. And verse 33 as we read verse says, He made a wooden images and he provoked the anger of God. And all the kings of Israel, all the kingdom of Israel were before him following the God of that age. So when King Ahab, a wicked king, got married to Jezebel, considered as a prostitute of Astarte, you know, they, the kind of wickedness in that kingdom got multiplied. 
the kingdom totally turned against God and Jezebel was such a wicked woman and what of God also says Jezebel was known for killing of the prophets of God now God's wrath was about to come upon the land of Israel because of this wickedness if you remember the word of God talks about you know God was preparing Elijah to go and prophesy saying that there is going to be a drought for three long years we read that in 1st King chapter 17 and verse 18 let's go to 1st Kings chapter 18 there word of God says there was a three long years of famine in the land of Samaria if you can go with me to chapter 18 verse 4 word of God says when that happened in the land of Samaria word of God says in verse 4 chapter 18 for so it was while Jezebel massacred the prophets of the Lord Jezebel killed thousands and thousands of the prophets of God that Obadiah had taken 100 prophets and hidden them 50 to a cave and had fed them with bread and water here a man of God he took only 100 prophets only a handful of prophets were you know saved by this man of God and he took them and put them in caves and he was feeding them with bread and water because Jezebel killed all the prophets of God in the land and word of God says Elijah is coming there to meet Ahab and as Elijah was prepared by God to go and meet Ahab if you can turn with me to verse 19 Elijah came to Ahab and he was inviting all the prophets of Baal and also all the prophets of Asharei to the Mount Carmel we see Elijah standing before Ahab and inviting all the prophets of Baal and all the prophets of Asharei as we read there in 1st Kings 18 let's read verses 18 19 to 21 now therefore send and gather all Israel to me these are the words of Elijah to King Ahab on Mount Carmel the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table so Ahab sent for all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together on Mount Carmel and Elijah came to all the people and said so Elijah has all the prophets of Baal and Asherah and he also has all the children of Israel in front of them and he looked at them and he said how long will you falter between two opinions if the Lord is God follow him but Baal if, if Baal follow him but the people answered him not a word you know the man of God standing there before Ahab and he is proclaiming he is telling them how long you will falter between two opinions if God is your God follow him if Baal is your God follow him and you know people were absolutely silent they were not opening their mouth they were not telling anything then Elijah challenged the prophets of Baal saying God who answer by fire is God you know that was his challenge and the altar was set up there and the sacrifice was ready there and he asked the prophets of Baal to cry out their God so that God prophet of the Baal may send fire from heaven and from morning till noon word of God says you know, they were crying out and they were, you know, were raising their voices and they were scratching themselves and they were hurting themselves but there was no answer 
In fact, Elijah, he took a step forward and he was teasing them. Where is your God? You know, he may be asleep. You know, he may be gone out somewhere in a, on business. Where is your God? And word of God says, when Elijah started praying to the living God, word of God says, fire came down from heaven and it consumed the sacrifice, the wood, the stone and the dust. Even it licked up the water over there in the trench. And Elijah executed all the prophets of Baal. Now when Jezebel came to know that Elijah executed all the prophets of Baal, obviously he was, she was very angry with Elijah and she challenged Elijah saying tomorrow by this time, same thing what happened to the prophets of Baal is about to happen to Elijah. And when it is going to happen, it is going to happen tomorrow, just tomorrow at the same time. So now we know Elijah, a man of God, he was on the run for his life. You know, that's the story about here. Now, Elijah, he was a fearless man of God. Because he stood against the prophets of Baal and he killed thousands of them. He killed all the Jezebel's false prophets and he slaughtered them and every one of them. He killed many of them, thousands of them. You know, that's the reason Jezebel was so angry and she hated Elijah. She wanted to destroy Elijah because she realized that Elijah is a threat for his, for her kingdom. You know, today, even today, it is so true. Enemy out there, he is under threat of the true children of God, the true saints of God. He is always, they are always a threat to the kingdom of the enemy. You know, that's why, that's the reason Jezebel was hating Elijah. And Jezebel, she also feared Elijah. That's the reason she wanted to kill him. Because she had so much of fear about Elijah. You know, the word of God says, there were 7,000 people in Israel at that time who did not bow to the God of Baal. Let's go to the next chapter. Verse 1st King chapter 19 verse 18. God says, Yet I have reserved 7,000 in Israel. Yet I have reserved 7,000 in Israel. All whose knees have not bowed to Baal. And every mouth that has not kissed him. There were 7,000 people of God living in the land of Israel. They have not worshipped the idol. But Jezebel never feared about those 7,000. But she feared only Elijah. Jezebel was not afraid of those 7,000 people there. But she was afraid, only afraid of Elijah there. She knew that those 7,000 were really scared of her. Even though they don't bow down before the idols, she knew very well that they are so afraid of Jezebel. But one man, Elijah there, she, he is not. You know, today, the Jezebel today, she's not afraid of the 99.9% of the believers. Because she knows those are the believers, you know, they cannot stop her. They cannot do anything to her. Even if they don't agree and go with her, the spirit of Jezebel knows very clearly that these are the believers, 7,000 believers out there, they can't do anything to her. They don't agree to her, but they are not a threat to her kingdom. Jezebels are feared only to Elijah's. Jezebels are feared. Jezebel is feared only to Elijah. And Elijah's are rare in Christendom today. 
You know, that's the fact there. We don't see many true Christians today. They can stand out as a threat to the enemy, to the kingdom of the enemy. So the enemy is operating very well. And he's very well welcomed into the church. And he coexists with the believers inside the church. Because he doesn't, the enemy doesn't see anyone as a threat there. Today's Jezebel hate Elijah. Today's Jezebel hates Elijah like leaders. Today's Jezebel, they go after Ahab like leaders. Today's Jezebels, they like Ahab like leaders, but they hate Elijah like leaders. You know, every elder of every church follows either Elijah like leadership or Ahab like leadership. You know, what type of leadership they follow? The Jezebel reacts accordingly. So, Jezebel was killing all the prophets of the Lord and she was also trying to kill Elijah let's take give one more example of what kind of person Jezebel was we read that in 1st Kings chapter 21 1st Kings chapter 21 Bible records a story that took place at the time of Jezebel as the time when King Ahab was ruling Israel Let's read some of the scriptures here. Chapter 21, let's go to verse 5. Here we see King Ahab was so upset because a man by name Naboth, a Jezreelite, he refused to exchange his vineyard with King Ahab. King, King Ahab had a vineyard and next to King Ahab's vineyard there was another vineyard that belonged to a man by name Naboth. And King Ahab went and asked Naboth, can you give me that vineyard? Can you sell me that vineyard? Naboth said, no, I'm not going to sell that. Can you exchange that vineyard? I will give you something much better than the vineyard you have. Can you give me that vineyard? He, he said, no. And a man there, out there, he's saying a no to a king of Israel. And you know what? That made King Ahab become so upset. You know, King Ahab was so upset. In that context we read verse 5. But Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said to him, Why is your spirit so sullen that you eat no food? Why are you so upset, man? She, she, Jezebel came and spoke to King Ahab. He said to her, because I spoke to Naboth, the Jezreelite, and said to him, give me your vineyard for money, or else if it pleases you, I will give you another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give you my vineyard. Verse 7. Then Jezebel, his wife, said to him, you now exercise authority over Israel. Arise, eat food, and let your heart be cheerful. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite. You know, Jezebel coming there in, the, in, that, in that context and she is speaking to Ahab and telling him, you, be, you get just encouraged. I am going to get that vineyard from Naboth and I am going to give you. Verse 8 says, and she wrote letter in Ahab's name. Jezebel, she was not the king. Ahab was king. She was king's wife. And now she is writing letter in Ahab's name. Sealed them with his seal. Probably when Ahab was asleep, 
she went into his office and she took his seal and put that seal in the letter and sent the letter to the elders and to the nobles who were dwelling in the city with Naboth. She wrote in the letter saying proclaim a fast and seat Naboth with high honor among the people and seat two men scoundrels before him to bear witness against him saying you have blasphemed God and the king then take him out and stone him that he may die you know that was the plan of Jezebel there she was setting up false witnesses there and verse 11 says so the men of the city the elders and nobles who were inhabitants of the city did as Jezebel had sent to them because they saw Ahab's seal over there and they thought it is a command from the king and they had to obey Vostal says they proclaimed a fast and seated Naboth with high honor among the people and two men scoundrels came in and sat before him and the scoundrels witnessed against him again Naboth against Naboth in the presence of the people saying Naboth has blasphemed God and the king then they took him outside the city and stoned him with stones so that he died then they sent to Jezebel saying Naboth has been stoned and death an innocent life was put to death by this wicked woman you know what Naboth means Naboth means fruit Naboth means fruit spirit of Jezebel today trying to exchange her world of wickedness with the church why the spirit of Jezebel is trying to do it is trying to bring the church under her control under her power you know as this fruit in the church is about to ripe spirit of Jezebel comes and steals and kills and destroys that fruit which are about to ripe you know children of God church of God we need to understand that we need to be careful about to protect our flocks Jezebel comes to steal and to kill kill and to destroy the church and we need to identify the spirit of Jezebel inside the churches today you know what of God also talks about the end of Jezebel what was the end of Jezebel let's turn quickly with to second first Kings chapter 21 in the same chapter or the chapter before was chapter chapter 21 Let's read a couple of verses there. Verse 19. God is strengthening Elijah to go and prophesy over Jezebel now. And Elijah is about to prophesy the end of Jezebel. We read that in 1 Kings chapter 21 verse 19. Word of God says, as Elijah spoke, you shall speak to him saying, Thus says the Lord, have you murdered and also taken possession? Elijah is talking to Ahab now and you shall speak to him saying God is encouraging Elijah thus says the Lord in the place where dogs lick the blood of Naboth the dog shall lick your blood even yours so Ahab said to Elijah have you found me O my enemy and he answered I have found you because you have sold yourself to do evil in the sight of the Lord behold I will bring calamity on you I will take away your Posterity and will cut off from Ahab every male in Israel, both bond and free. And what of God says in verse 23 and concerning Jezebel, the Lord also spoke, saying, The dog shall eat Jezebel by the wall of Jezreel. The dog shall eat whoever belongs to Ahab and dies in the city, and the birds of the air shall eat whoever dies in the field. You know, such a tragic end was told by God. In the life of Ahab and the life of Jezebel 
And if you can turn with me to Second King, that's where we see that that's happening according to the word of God. Second Kings chapter 9 verses 30 to 37. Second Kings chapter 9 <coughs> verse 30. Now when Jehu had come to Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it. And she put paint on her eyes and adorned her head and looked through the window. Then as Jehu entered at the gate, she said, Is it peace? Zimri, murderer, murderer of your master. And he looked up at the window and said, Who is on my side? Who? So two or three eunuchs looked out at him. Verse 33 says, Then he said, Throw her down. So they threw her down, threw Jezebel down through the window, and some of her blood spattered on the wall and on the horses. And he trampled her underfoot. Verse 34, And when he had gone in, he ate and drank. Then he said, Go now, see to this accursed woman, and bury her, for she was a king's daughter. So they went to bury her, but they found no more of her than the skull and the feet and the palms of her hands. Therefore they came back and told him, and he said, and he said, this is the word of the Lord, which he spoke by his servant Elijah, the despite, saying, on the plot of ground at Jezreel, dog shall eat the flesh of Jezebel. And the corpse of Jezebel shall be as refuse on the surface of the field in the plot of Jezreel, so that they shall not say, here lies Jezebel. Completely, totally destroyed from the face of this earth. You know, that was the fate of this woman Jezebel. So we are talking about the spirit of Jezebel. As I said, there are two Jezebels in the word of God. First Jezebel we saw, as we saw in the scripture. I just want you, you to have that in your mind. What kind of woman she was and what kind of life she had on this earth. The second Jezebel word of God talks about is what we read from the book of Revelation. Let's again turn to the book of Revelation chapter 2. As we read that today, the beginning of the sermon, let's read some of the scriptures again. Verse 20 says, Revelation chapter 2 verse 20. Nevertheless, I have few things against you. Because you allowed that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality. And eat things offered to idols. Word of God says, Church of Thyatira had Jezebel living, worshipping Praying, taking part in the Holy Communion, participating in outreach ministry, in all the ministries without anybody knowing that she is Jezebel. Jezebel was part of the church of Thyatira. Now God had to send John, his son, to the Isle of Bethmus in order to tell him that you need to go and send, you need to send letters to the church of Thyatira to tell them that Jezebel is living in the midst of them because Jezebel was allowed in their church. In today's context, you know, we are not referring any individual as Jezebel, but we are referring to the influential spirit that is so dominant in many churches today that makes children of God to compromise. We are not attributing the spirit of Jezebel to an individual in the church setup, but we are telling that the spirit is so influential that it comes, enters into the church, and it identifies the weak, 
individual sitting in the church and it starts operating through such people of God and spirit of Jezebel once it enters into the church it will make sure it will see the end of the church you know that's how the spirit has been in the past and that's how the spirit is even today spirit of Jezebel enters into the church and it enters into the church through the congregation who is weak in the spirit not listening to God's voice but listening to the voice of the devil the spirit of Jezebel enters into a church congregation through individuals who are weak in spirit it identifies those weak spots in the church and it enters through those individuals who are not listening to God's voice who are listening to the voice of the devil you know that's the reason it is important that we need to know that we need to listen to the voice of God we need to know which is voice of God which is the voice of flesh and which is the voice of the enemy if we are not able to differentiate between these voices we will end up in listening to the voice of Jezebel the compromising spirit which is found in the church what does this Jezebel do to the churches book of Revelation tells us in verse 20 couple of things nevertheless I have few things against you because you allow the woman Jezebel who does what who teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality and secondly she teaches and seduces God's children to eat things that, is, that are offered to idols. That are sacrificed to idols. We'll deal that in a moment. It looks like the members of the church of Thyatira were participating in pagan love feasts. They were celebrating with the, go- with the gross immorality as they were feasting and celebrating their gods and goddesses. And these believers, they were not just buying meat from the market. They go there to the temple of God to eat meat that was already sacrificed, offered to the idols. Now we know that the spirit of Jezebel refers to the spirit of compromise that works among the churches today. To allow the world inside the church. What is the spiritual adultery? What is the spirit of adultery or the sexual immorality the word of God is talking about? I don't want to, I, I want to talk about two different aspects of the spiritual adultery as the word of God puts it. Let's do that. Number one. Let's read from Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 20. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 20. Here word of God talks about what is the immorality sexual immorality word of God is talking about that is found inside the church brought by Jezebel word of God talks about that very clearly in Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 20 surely as a wife treacherously departs from her husband so have you dealt treacherously with me O house of Israel says the Lord a woman who commits adultery is unfaithful to her husband. A woman who commits adultery is unfaithful to her husband. According to Jeremiah, we become unfaithful to God as we try to please the world. How a children of God or a child of God can get into this adulterous relationship with the world when we try to be faithful to the world we are expected to be faithful to God 
when we move away from our calling and we try to be faithful to the world we are getting into the sin of adultery the church as a bride is betrothed to Christ Jesus if the church is not faithful to Christ by allowing itself to be engaged with the worldly activities it is equivalent to sexual immorality because we are already engaged to Christ Jesus church as a bride is engaged and getting ready getting prepared for the day of the marriage supper and in the meantime if the church decides herself to get engaged with the worldly activity we are already in an adultery adulterous adulterous relationship with the world we brought the world inside the church instead of influencing the world the world starts influencing the children of god today that's where we say jezebel the spirit of jezebel bringing making the children of god to compromise with the world and jezebel teaches and seduces god's children to commit sexual immorality that's one aspect of it the second aspect spiritual adultery also refers to listening to false teachings let's turn to first timothy chapter 4 verses 1 to 2 1st Timothy chapter 4 verses 1 to 2 now the spirit expressly says that in later times some will depart from the faith giving heed to deceiving spirits and to doctrines of demons i would like to read that from nlt Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. Verse 2. These people are hypocrites and liars and their consciences are dead. Let's read another scripture Matthew 24:23 23 to 25 what Jesus spoke about it. Matthew 24:23 to 25. Can I read that from NLT just listen to me then if anyone tells you look here is the messiah or there he is do not believe it for false messiahs and false prophets will rise up and perform great signs and wonders so as to deceive if possible even God's chosen ones see i have warned you about this ahead of time that words of Jesus let's listen to what peter says in second peter chapter 2 verses 1 to 3 2 peter chapter 2 verses 1 to 3 can i read read that from nlt but there were also false prophets in israel just as there were false teachers among you they will cleverly teach destructive heresies and even deny the master who bought them in this way they will bring sudden destruction of themselves on themselves many will follow their evil teaching and shameful immorality false teachings are considered as shameful immorality and because of these teachers the way of truth will be sla- will be slandered in their greed they will make up clever lies to get hold of your money but god contempt them long ago and their destruction will not be delayed 
word of god also says spiritual adultery refers to listening to false teaching or following false prophets spiritual adultery is more dangerous than physical adultery because most of the time it is not noticed it is not recognized that's the reason spiritual adultery is more dangerous than the physical adultery religious harlotry results from being unfaithful to god if you are unfaithful to god it is equivalent to committing a sexual immorality in a spiritual sense allowing the world to mix up with the church teaching and listening to false prophets false teachers following false teachers and false prophets even to listening uh, you know such teachings through internet or through radio or to television to listening to false teachers and false prophets will bring us into the relationship into an immoral relationship with this world and eventually with the antichrist spirit of Jezebel causes a ch- child of God to compromise to become unfaithful to God by following the false teachings spirit of Jezebel is something that need to be taken very seriously today in every family and in every church you know if not it will damage the relationship it will damage the family relationship it will also damage the church relationship it causes separation among families and it causes separation among churches it doesn't matter in which country we are in spirit of Jezebel is found everywhere you know if a church compromises with the spirit it is certain that the end of the church the end of the ministry will be seen very soon so God wants the church of God today to be awake and not to allow not to permit not to entertain the spirit of Jezebel inside the church you know as Naboth was the owner of the vineyard as he was killed the spirit of Jezebel is today out there to destroy the leadership of the church it knows very clearly when the leadership of the church is destroyed the flocks are under its control by making them to fall in sin by making them to be attracted to the world by throwing money on their way you know if she can seduce the leadership of the church today the flocks are destroyed the ministry is destroyed the church is destroyed finally how does the spirit of Jezebel operate we are going to continue this even next week because there are so much to learn from the word of God how does the spirit of Jezebel operates we need to know how the spirit of Jezebel operates in other words how does spirit of compromise work in the churches today in order to understand we need to know some of the characteristics of the spirit of Jezebel Jezebel operates in witchcraft the spirit of Jezebel operates in witchcraft let's read one verse before we close second Kings 9 22 second Kings 9 22 it's very interesting here what of God says in second Kings 9 22 now it happened when Joram saw Jehu that he said is it peace Jehu so he answered what peace as long as the harlotries of your mother Jezebel and her witchcraft are so many 2nd Kings 9.22 we don't have time to get into the context of it but just listen and listen to the scriptures when Joram saw Jehu he's asking what happened is it peace so Jehu answered 
What peace? As long as the harlotries of your mother Jezebel and her witchcraft are so many. Harlotries of your mother Jezebel and her witchcraft. The spirit of Jezebel operates in witchcraft. Now just listen to this truth. This is what God has put that in my mind as I was preparing for this. It is a true revelation of God that God has given to me I believe. I'm so certain about you know what I'm going to say that now. The spirit of Jezebel is sent into the churches today through witchcraft. The spirit of Jezebel is sent into the churches today through witchcraft. You may ask who is doing witchcraft? There are people out there they don't want us, want us to spread the good news of the gospel. Do we know that? There are people out there they don't want another church to come in their vicinity. In their community. There are people out there I'm sure 100% sure they are in witchcraft and they don't want another church to come in that locality. Not everybody. But there are people who hate God. There are people out there who hate, who outwardly to hate, who hate God. They do it. Not everybody. There are people who love God. But there are also people there out who hate God. They do this. There is a devil out there who hates churches. Forget about people. There is a devil out there who hates churches today. And he is ready there to send witchcraft against the people of God. And the spirit of Jezebel operates in witchcraft. The spirit cannot attack church directly. Because church, word of God says, church is built by his blood. He bought the church by his own blood. The spirits cannot attack the church directly. So this spirit enters into a believer who is listening to the voice of the devil. Who is listening to the voice of the spirit of Jezebel. Most of the time, devil uses women as tools for the same reason why devil deceived Eve first. Just for the same reason. I don't see any other reason. Just for the same reason. Rick Godwin, founder and senior pastor of Summit Christian Center in San Antonio, Texas. In his book called Exposing Witchcraft in the Church. He says, Jezebel was in the king. Ahab was the king. But it sure didn't look like it. Because Jezebel was running the show. Operating from behind the scenes through her spineless husband. She used four things. She used manipulation. She used intimidation. She used domination and seduction. To assert her illegitimate rule through witchcraft. That's why Jezebel is so dangerous. She hungers for control. And she will use any means at her disposal in order to secure power. Jezebel wants to be the center of the worship and attraction. Jezebel is absolutely evil. We know that because he, because her father was a prostitute. He was a priest of Astarte and he was also a Baal worshipper. Jezebel is a heartless and ruthless woman. We know that because she killed the innocent prophets of God and he killed, she killed Naboth. Jezebel was also trying to kill Elijah. Jezebel is also bloodthirsty for power and control. We know that even though you know she had no power, but she exercised power in the name of King Ahab. The spirit of Jezebel 
primarily targets the relationship between the shepherd of the church and the congregation. You know, we need to understand as children of God, we need to understand today this Jezebel spirit is working in specific, particularly to bring split between the shepherd and the churches. The same spirit works in the same way in the marriages to bring splits between husband and wife. As Rick says, four things, manipulation. Manipulation says, I will trick you in doing things in my way. Intimidation says, I will scare you to do things in my way. Domination says, I will make you or I will force you to do things in my way. And seduction says, I will entice you. I will trap you in flattery to do things in my way. The spirit of compromise can enter into any relationship if we are not careful. We need to discern the spirit and destroy it from being, continue, being you know, continuing in our midst, in the midst of the church and in our relationships. There are marriages broken, damaged because of the spirit of Jezebel. There are churches out there destroyed because of the spirit of Jezebel. We need to know some of the very important characteristics of Jezebel to identify and to destroy the spirit in our lives. If God willing, we will continue that in next week. Amen. Let's close with the word of prayer.